Welcome to Holland, a podcast to share stories of unexpected blessings and struggles with being a mom to an extraordinary kid or kids. I'm your host, Abby Character. I always say everyone has a story. Four years ago, with the birth of my superhero, I began hearing the stories of other moms who were walking similar paths as us, and those stories have blessed me in so many ways. It's my hope that by sharing these stories that other moms can be uplifted, encouraged, and strengthened in their faith and this journey of special needs. guest is Laura Ann. She's been married to Ryan for seven years. They have one beautiful daughter, five-year-old Carly, and are expecting a sweet little blessing this summer. Laura Ann's days are filled with growing a baby, managing her home, and loving on her beautiful little girl. I really got to know Laura Ann over the past couple of years as our daughters are in the same ballet class, and they're also kind of like big buddies, too. So I can't wait for her to share her story. Hey, Laura Ann. Hello. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. So we're going to start off with some fun icebreaker questions. Are you ready? Yes. She doesn't know what I'm going to ask, so here we go. If a movie was made of your life, what genre would it be, and who would play you? Okay, this one I was, like, going over with my husband. Like, what should I pick? Um, he said I should be funny and say a comedy because I'm so clumsy. <laughs> but we won't do that. Um, I had to pick, like, either a family film or a documentary. Um, and I had a hard time picking who would play me. But, and you're probably may not even know who this is. But um, this goes along with another question. But her name is Lacey Chabert, and I've been told I look like her. Interesting. And so, um, she, if you're from the, if you watch shows from the 90s, Party of Five, do you remember that yes, sitcom? Yes, I do. She was one of, she was like the younger sister. Oh, I remember you do look like her. And I think she'd play a really good younger me, and uh-huh. as an older girl, I've heard she, that we kind of favor, so. Oh, that's funny. Um, so, I picked her, but yeah. What was the worst haircut you ever had? Um, when I was around 10, I decided to cut it all off, and I did a bob cut, and it was horrible. You did and, it, or you had someone do it? Oh, some no, I had okay. somebody do it. And my, um, like, the first person I saw was my nanny, and she doesn't hide anything. And she goes, what did you do to your hair? Like, she was mortified that I cut all my long hair off. Um <laughs> But that's, like, the only bad haircut because my hairstyle stays pretty traditional. Um, but I've changed probably colors more. Mm-hmm. And when I was around 18 or 19, I wanted to go closer to my root. So we decided to go, like, full color all over. It was in the middle of winter. I was pale. It was so dark that it looked black. And I looked very gothic. And it was really bad. Really, oh, really. That's that's, that's like my worst memory of my hair. You were in high school in the um, early 2000s? I, I graduated in 09. Okay. So yeah. somewhere between 05 and 09 was high school. So, <laughs> so that is like the... It was not... The pictures are, that I have of that were rough. But I got oh, it fixed funny. pretty quickly, so... My senior year, I wanted red hair, and I um, dyed it, and it turned out purple. (gasps) Oh. 
And Mark, in fact, would not date me because I had purple hair my whole first semester of my senior year. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, it was great. I loved it, actually. Oh, you loved it? Oh, okay. Well, if you love it, then that's what you're the one wearing it. I don't know. Looking back, you're like, well, that wasn't what I was going for, but it worked. Whatever. You got to remember, I had blue and green hair, too, for a while, so. You You did? No, I I didn't know that. Was it last year? The year before last. It may have been before just ballet started. Just a few? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, just peek-a-boo. for fun. Okay. Yeah, because um, NF colors are blue and green. Oh, So neat. I did blue and green colors for Sweet. Some, That's yeah. sweet. Uh, and You're I a good like mom to, to do that. Oh, and I just like to be different. That's cool. <laughs> you have to sing karaoke. What song would you pick? Okay, so I love to sing, but God did not bless me with that gift. I've actually never done karaoke that I can think of but if you have but if to. I had to do one it would be an upbeat song because uh-huh. I would want to you know be lighthearted. I, f- I love Whitney Houston so I picked I'd want to dance with somebody oh that would be fun now that song's gonna be stuck in my yeah. head yeah it's just a it makes people you know want to dance so if I had to get up there and do that it's probably what I would pick <sighs> okay what is oh let's see oh no um Traveler or homebody? <clears throat> I'm a Excuse homebody, um, and I love to be, well, eventually it'll be babies, but mm-hmm. with my baby, Carly. Um, so if I, if she's with us, I'm, I'm good on traveling, um, but definitely a homebody, but I have told my husband that I there's so many places I want to see. Mm-hmm. So we have kind of said that when we're tired and our kids are grown, if we're in a place where we can, I would love to travel. Yeah. Um, just, I mean, and and I don't even know if I'll get to see all those places one day, but Europe, New Zealand, I mean, there's like a ton of places I would just love to see. Yeah. So I think one day I'll be a traveler, but right now I'm just a homebody. Yeah. I like to travel, but I like to be at home, yes. too. I'm kind of both. Yeah. But, yeah, there are so many places to see. And there it's are. amazing. God's created so many exactly. amazing things and gifted people with so many amazing ways of doing architecture. So yes. much fun. So, book reader or Netflix binger? Um, I have my nights that I like Netflix, but um, I would probably pick book reader. Um, if our TV's on, it's usually on kids stuff. I mean, yeah. that's pretty much Carly. Pretty much rules our television. Yeah. So um, there's a few shows me and my husband watch during the week, but for the most part, it's usually something she wants to watch. So I would say book reader. Yeah. Yeah. So what's what's the last book you read? Right now, I'm actually reading a book by Joan Hunter. Um, I am totally not going to be able to remember the title, but it has to do with um, healing, like uh-huh. healing spiritually, physically, you know. Mm-hmm. Healing Your Heart. Um, and then there's another book I'm reading by her called uh, Love Again, Live Again. It's kind of along the same things as far as if you've been hurt in your life about let forgiveness and, you know, getting those barriers down. Mm-hmm. And um, so those are the two I'm reading right now. And That's then my awesome. Bible. Yes. So, yeah. Cool. Cat person or dog person? Um, or neither. I'm going to sound horrible. <laughs> I'm not a big, like, my husband picks on me because if I were to see, like, a cat or dog on the side of the road, I'm going to be like, oh, my gosh, does it need, like, I'm going to feel bad for it, Mm -hmm. but totally have no desire to have pets in my house. Like, our (laughs) kids are going to have to beg us one day if they want a dog or something, 
Um, but if I had to pick between the two, I'm definitely, definitely a dog person for yeah. sure. I really, really just like puppies. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, that's like the cute stage for me. But um, that's why so. we have small dogs now. Like, yes. you get a, not a small, small yippee dog, but like a right. medium sized dog right. like ours. They're kind of that puppyish look. Right. Doesn't go away as fast. So. I think Carly might have like a fish one day or something. <laughs> We can't keep fish alive in our house. <laughs> oh, gosh. We just raise snails. We've tried to do fish, and we've tried, and they always die. And so, but we have a snail. So we have this 10-gallon tank for this one little bitty snail oh that my, will not die. Oh, my goodness. He is persistent. Every time we think he's dead, then he just makes a little appearance, <laughs> and we're like, he's still alive. We can't we can't turn the water off. Wow. Yeah. Oh. For him. Mountains or beach? Beach. Um yeah, I'm a beach girl. I I do if if our if my years go the way I like them to go, we try to do a small mountain trip to Gatlinburg, Tennessee and a small beach trip and mm-hmm. that's like super ideal cuz I get the the best of both worlds. Yeah. Um but I prefer to be in warmer weather than cooler weather. Yeah. So, I'm deaf. And Carly, oh my gosh, that child loves the ocean. She loves to swim. She is so ready to swim right now. She cannot stand it. So oh, that's fun. She's she's a beach girl too. That's awesome. Morning person or night owl? Night owl. Yeah. My whole I've never my whole life I have never been a morning person. And Carly is taking after me. Um, my mom used to tell me how horrible I was waking up, just and not <laughs> nice. Just I'm just not wired that way. Yeah. I'm a night owl. Most of my kids are turning out that way too. Really? Yeah. I could clean my whole house at night. I mean, I just function so good at night. It's oh, just, that's funny. That's how I am. All right. So tell me a little bit about your story. Obviously, okay. we're going to be talking a little bit about Carly. Yes, a so, lot about Carly. A lot about Carly. But, <laughs> but I like to talk fate. about her. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, it's so hard to, like, tell your last seven years of life quickly. Um, but first, my husband and I... Uh, I feel like one of God's greatest blessings to me, I'm so thankful, is that I met my husband when um, both of us were 16, almost 17. Um, We met at church on a youth day retreat. And uh, from the first day we met each other, we liked each other. The next day I told my mama that I thought I'd found my husband at 16. (laughs) Um, But so we uh, did the whatever you want to call if you want to call it dating. I don't I guess it was that we kind of did that. And our senior year actually broke up and were apart for a year and a half. But it it was good because God needed to mature us separately and then brought us back together when I was around 18 or 19. Right before he went off to college and he we did a two year distant relationship where he would try to come home on the weekends Mm -hmm. and we ended up getting engaged and we're engaged for two years and then when we were 22 we got married um and so just so thankful that i mean he's my best friend we just it's just i just feel so blessed to to have met him and and he's one of a kind um so anyways we knew he always knew my huge heart to be a mom and have kids um, and he had it too, but I think his love for children has grown a lot more since we've been married. Mm-hmm. Um, but we knew from the beginning we didn't want to wait. We wanted to start right away. So three months into marriage, we got pregnant with Carly. And um, I was I worked up until we had her. And it's so neat to look back, I mean, on so many areas. But when we would look at our finances and our bills and what was coming in, 
there was no logical way that we could cut my income out. It just it just didn't look possible. Yeah. But it was also like we knew God was calling me to be home. I mean, there was just no question. That's where my heart was. So um, so we did it. And he not just through his provision, but also our parents have helped us so much. Um, but it's just so neat to look at how God provided that. Mm-hmm. Um, for us, but so I from from that point on, I've been a stay at home mom, um, and Ryan has gotten a much better job since then, and has grown <laughs> in that company, and my husband, and is doing so much better with that. Um, so, and then I guess before I get to Carly, we wanted to have kids close together, um, and so we never prevented. We never did birth control or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And when she was around one, we really started trying to have more. Um, and so long story short with that, it actually turned into four years of trying, which was not on our plan. Yeah. Um, but his timing's perfect. His plan is perfect. It's, I think, way more than none. His plan is not usually what our plan would be. No, um, no, and his timing no. is not usually what our timing would be. Um, but so now we're expecting our little baby coming in August. Um, so that's just been a journey in itself, the, the infertility and, and dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but God has been so gracious, uh, towards us and teaching us things and just stuff he showed me in his word. And, um, so anyway, so that, that's kind of where we're at now, I guess. Yeah. And then, um, do you want me to go kind of straight in with Carly? Go ahead. Okay. Tell, tell us about Carly. So, um, so Carly was born in 2013 and first grandbaby on both sides. So spoiled, spoiled rotten with love. <laughs> and, um, we, her, her first couple years of life, I guess with the first couple obstacles was with sickness. Cause she was a, she was sick a lot. Um, and and I'll backtrack really quick. Me and my husband, so we both always wanted kids, always wanted to have parents. But it's funny looking back. Um, it's almost like I look back and I feel like we were kids in a way. But we just had this very naive and gullible view of parenthood. Um, <laughs> I think everyone and, does when you're, before so, you have kids. You know, yep. and, and it is never, ever on your radar that you're going to have a child with any kind of health or development. I mean, anything, you right. know, that's never on your radar. And so I hate to say it, but I just thought we'd have this little cookie cutter life and have our family and, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. And so um, so she uh, had really bad allergies, um, still still deals with that, but way more severe than, um, you know, eczema, chronic ear infections. Um, I know that we, I say we felt like we lived at the daughter's office. I know we didn't compare to some families. We were in there at least once a month, if not more. Yeah. Um, constantly on an antibiotic. Uh, and she ended up getting um, first sets of tubes at nine months, and then a year and a half later got a second pair of tubes. And I don't know why this occurred this way, um, but she didn't sleep through the night till she was two and a half. The, the actual night of her second set of tubes was the first night that she slept through the night because wow. that must have been the time where they really got the fluid, I guess, off of her ears and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, wow. So, yeah, that was hard. Um, but even though she was sick a lot, um, 
just the sweetest, happiest baby. We've got videos of her laughing with a double ear infection (laughs) and like cackling. Um, So just a very happy, alert little baby. Um, And somewhere around 12 to 15 months, we um, we kind of think it was around 14 months uh, after a certain set of shots that she got. Um, we some changes in her personality started to happen. And as a parent, when something comes out of nowhere, I think that it's easy as a parent to blind yourself because you don't ever want to see anything wrong in your child. Yeah. So mm. we didn't. We either were choosing not to recognize it or weren't recognizing it. And my mom was actually the first one to come to me and um you know you're thinking don't say that you know that's not true <laughs> but mm-hmm. she was the first one that that said you know that there was definitely a change in personality and um wasn't she wasn't smiling as much and eye contact was different and so for the longest time um you know we went to her pediatrician we were asking questions and we kind of thought maybe it had to do something with her ears. We went down a long trail with that um, because we thought, okay, she just got tubes, so maybe she's hearing things differently. Um, So, and then as things kind of progress with some of her symptoms, um, we actually thought for a minute, like a little while, you know, could she be deaf? Because Mm -hmm. one time the fire alarm went off in the house there was no reaction whatsoever. Mm. So then we're thinking, okay, is she not hearing? So then we went to an ear specialist and we got her to have a um, go under anesthesia and have a sleeping hearing test. All that came back normal and great. That was actually the first time that auditory processing disorder was brought to our attention. But with that, uh, you can't even test for it till the child is much older. Right. So that was the first time that that word was kind of brought to us. Um, and we still didn't even really know what that meant. Um, and so, uh, oh, I just lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Do I keep okay. going? Yeah, you okay. can. So, um, so then, oh, okay. So her symptoms um, progressively got worse. Mm-hmm. And um, we continued to vaccinate and and give shots that was never ever on our radar at all so we continued to do that and i guess really just what started to come to play was um really severe sensory issues um she used to eat anything and everything if she saw me eating she wanted it and she slowly just cut out all the foods that she liked um and that's still a, a big obstacle for us um there's only about five or six things that she really will eat with a couple of snacks uh, and so that with the eating started and then with touch sensory problems with touch. So, um, you know, didn't want her hair brushed, didn't want her teeth brushed, changing her clothes, changing her diapers. Um, all those things started to really affect and bother her. And then there was the the speech delays because she actually was starting to say words. Mm-hmm. And so that completely stopped. And then along with the, the, what I said with the personality, so just getting her to even respond to us and interact with us was not happening, um, no eye contact. And, and it's, so, it's so crazy looking back because when you're in the middle of something, one, I think maybe it's God's protection because we didn't really realize how bad it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but two, um, 
you're almost like in survival mode. It's like, Mm -hmm. just get through one day, you know, and then get through the next day. And so I I, I look back now and I tell people that's what we felt like we were in Mm -hmm. because um, just doing the most simple life things like just getting her dressed and changing her diaper was a battle. And Mm -hmm. she would scream and cry church days were the worst. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's already hard getting to church. Yeah. Um, getting to church on with that was was really challenging. And uh and and so I, I remember so many times my husband would say, you know, it'll just the day when we can change your diaper and it's not hard. And praise God that did happen for us. Mm-hmm. Um but we've been there and we we know how hard that is. Mm-hmm. And and so um and along with that, we, we continue to have the chronic ear infections and the daughter's appointments and things like that. And so, um, and that's so hard because with her severe sensory issues, she was, doctor's offices were an absolute nightmare. Yeah. I mean, it's not fun for any parent to take their child, but it it was just awful because she was so terrified and would just scream. Um, and it's crazy now and I'll get to it in a minute where where we are now versus then but um but you we don't take even the littlest things for granted now but it's like communication is such a huge piece you know God made us relational mm-hmm. and when you take that out and you can't communicate with your child anymore you can't reason with them you can't say oh we're here at the doctor because of this or mm-hmm. you need to take this medicine because of this um you know, that was just probably one of the hardest things to yeah. go through. Um, so anyways, we went through that till she was um, a little before three. And like I said, we felt like we were in survival mode. Um, I do feel like she was getting worse um, mm-hmm. and just so cool. But I was on Facebook. I think I had been sharing prayer requests and things about her. And a friend reached out to me um, through a message. It wasn't even a close friend. We just knew each other's families. And she was sharing a testimony with her daughter about natural alternative medicine. And so, um, of course, in that moment, I'm like, tell me more. You know, give me whatever. I just wanted something, you mm-hmm. know. And and I had been praying, too. God, help us. heal. you know, heal her and give us a way out. And so... As soon as that door opened, I, I like darted. And um, so I ended up, you know, communicating with her and meeting with her. And um, it was a whole new world that we had never even, you know, we had always only done modern medicine. It was mm-hmm. just a whole new world of things we had never heard about. And so it was kind of, it was weird to us, a little strange, but, um, you know, me, me and my husband went home and we said, you know, we'll pray about this. And. Um, and he kind of said, once we met with the person that was going to be helping us with the medicine, he said, you know, we'll give it three months. If Mm -hmm. we don't see any progress or change, we're going to stop. And, um, and then too, like, I'm not going to get on a rabbit trail, but God was kept affirming to us. This is what I'm leading you to, because we had people we knew that just randomly were coming to us and we were finding out that they too had been doing the same type of medicine. And I was like, okay, God, I hear you. So we did it. And, um, I don't give the credit to that. It's God. You know, Mm -hmm. I think God uses all different things to bring healing. Um, 
and and this is the way that he's helped us and answered our prayers. But um, the first week that we did it, she made eye contact with us again. And it was like, I mean, I remember it like yesterday, uh, her looking in my eyes, like literally connecting and looking in my eyes. And it's like the most, that's why I say we don't even take the littlest things for granted Mm because it was so crazy to see that again, you know, see her looking at me. And um, so we were just seeing evidence that we could not deny. And Mm -hmm. so here we are, we've been doing it now for, um, I guess, two and a half years. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, God, one thing that I've learned through our little journey is I think sometimes as believers, we think that the God in the Bible that made the lame walk and the blind see that that was just the God of the Bible sometimes. And we, or at least I used, I don't know that I just didn't know. I knew God did miracles. I knew that God did healing, but, um, my faith has been strengthened so much with that, that he is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And uh, his miracles may look different. Mm-hmm. And ours wasn't like an overnight quick miracle. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, he's still working. I, I, I believe he's still healing Carly um, in areas. But to be able to see where she's come from and where she's at now, I mean, it is it is a miracle. And yeah. so... Um, yeah, we, you know, I, I've heard it before, and I even mentioned it today at a Bible study that we'd like to put God in that box. Yeah. This is, you're going to stay in this box, and this is how I've created you to be, mm-hmm. and you can't. He, and then he comes along and he mm-hmm. does something like this, like yeah. with Carly, and he gives you Carly, first yeah. of all, and you go through all of this with her, and all of a sudden you realize he's not in a box anymore. No. <laughs> no. I can't define who he is. I no, can't figure can't. out what his plans are. So it's not it's not going to be he's what we He's so expect. much bigger than we can comprehend. Yes, definitely. Um, True. So anyways, I think that, I mean, I can get more into it with some of the other questions <laughs> right. of kind of where yeah. we're at now and stuff. But. So, so today, Carly is communicating yes and she gives hugs at least to emmy yeah she loves emmy she loves emmy emmy loves Um, her she's so sweet but um yes so we are our sensory issues are are very mild um now uh it's so neat because she's had a lot of testing over the years with um evaluations and testing and things like that And just two years ago, she would have been severe, severe on the spectrum. Mm -hmm. And um, you're talking about the autism. Yes, autism spectrum. And uh, in August, we had um, where we got to sit down with uh, like a like a board. I don't really know. And, And it was a psychologist. And we were going over some of her testing results from last year. And he I don't think he knew, but I literally wanted to jump up and like celebrate because <laughs> he was going over that portion. And he said, you know, really on sensory issues, she's really not, she's not on here. And I'm oh, like, awesome. oh my gosh, it's so cool. Like I just was so excited. <laughs> um, so we have come so long, like I can do her hair in ponytails and put bows in her hair and, um, you know, feeding's still a thing, but that God's going to, he's going to take care of that too. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. And, and she's now, um, she was actually completely nonverbal till she was three years old. 
And over the last two years, um, she is now trying so hard to talk in full sentences. Um, you know, mommy, come on, let's go play hide and go seek. Um, you know, and, and just just to hear our names being called in the house is just mm-hmm. the greatest blessing because um, we waited so long to hear that. Um, so, so yeah, she's communicating and she's just responding better. Um, and she really is so smart. Like, and I mean, sometimes she can almost do first grade math and she's in pre-K and, and so there's some areas of her that are, you know, so, so strong. So Mm -hmm. we like to focus on those areas for sure. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Encourage those strengths. That's true. What's been the biggest challenge? Um, all that she's faced for you for me going back to what I was saying earlier was that that communication piece and you feel as a parent helpless Mm -hmm. um that was for uh for like one example we had to get her adenoids and tonsils taken out at two and a half and um you know sensory issues were at a high and uh and that's already a very painful surgery to recover from. And so you have to give them medicine every two to three hours to keep them, you know, the pain under control. Mm-hmm. And she was so terrified of, of anything with that, getting medicine or anything. And those were like some of my lowest points mm-hmm. where you just you just feel completely helpless. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I can remember it like yesterday, just totally crying out to God and just not even knowing how much more I could take because um, like her our, her grandparents, my parents, couldn't even be in the house when we were giving her medicine because it was just that hard. Yeah. You know, she didn't understand that we were trying to help her. She would look at us like almost like we were hurting her. And mm-hmm. as a parent, that is like a nightmare, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so for me, that, that was just the biggest thing um, that was... And I, I even think my husband would probably say that, just that communication piece, not being there and not being mm-hmm. able to reason and talk to her, knowing that we, her knowing that we're coming from a place of love. Yeah. Um, that for me would probably be the, the most challenging part. Yeah. You know, and it's because I have a 15 month old. Right. I, or 16, 16 months now. I understand what you're saying because yeah. you do, like you spend the first year just going, I have to check his temp, but yeah. he's squirming and he, he doesn't understand I'm trying right. to, to take care of him or whatever. And, but that only lasts a certain amount right. of time and yours extended out so long it did. It that did. it, that it does. I and can imagine it leads to that frustration. she was overcome with so much fear of things too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her fear, um, just, it, I, it's so sad to see a child seem like they lived in a state of fear all the time and that's what I feel like for a while that's where we were mm-hmm. so that's yeah that has got to be a big challenge what's been the biggest blessing oh so obviously her I mean mm-hmm. she she really is she she's just a joy um but if I had let's see this is a hard question because there's so much I know. and and it I, I think sometimes if you if I look back you couldn't have come to me and asked me that because I, I actually used to ask myself um, or I ask myself now if I could look back and say can I take it all away from her would I mm-hmm. and back then I would if it you know anything you'd offer to me if I could have took it away from her in a second I would have done it mama bear yes <laughs> but looking back now it's crazy to say that I wouldn't take it um, mm-hmm. because 
I look at my faith and I look at my husband's faith. I look at our marriage. I look at our walk with Christ. And if my child would have been completely healthy and we would have had none of those challenges, we would have missed out on so much, Mm -hmm. so much growth, so much that God has taught us. Um, I mean, he literally has molded and shaped us to be more like Christ Mm -hmm. through it. And, um, and so that, and, and two, I think with that, learning how much, learning so much about God's character through it and how gracious he really is and how much he really does love us. Um, so I, I don't know if that makes sense, but as a whole, just what he's taught us through through the hardships has, has been such a huge, huge blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to take any of it away. It's just yeah, I totally get I would it. have missed out on a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, when I think Lean, our third was, he, uh, I guess about eleven or twelve a couple of years ago. We were driving somewhere, and my kids love to play this game. Mm-hmm. Like, if you could have any superpower in the world, what would it be? Oh, that is that's fun. the funnest thing they like to talk about. If you could have any power in the world, what would it be? So of course my answer is always, well, I'd end an F. Emmy wouldn't yeah. have to have an F anymore. And Liam goes, but Mama, you don't want you don't want it to be where she didn't ever have it because if she never had it, then you wouldn't have met all these really cool people. That's such an and awesome was, outlook from him. You're wow. right, buddy. You're yeah. right. But it would be nice if she didn't have to go through everything yes. she had to go through. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. She doesn't need to go through all of that. Yeah. So, but. Um, no, I agree. Yeah, and so. it, it's it's a balancing thing. Like you, mm-hmm. you want so bad for your child not to go through those things. Right. But then you see all the hidden blessings from God mm-hmm. in it. Um, and I actually just thought of one, too. And I've already kind of said this. Go but um, not taking the small things for granted. Yes. So. The things that we have parties over and victories over might not be what the average parent with their five-year-old is having. Oh, yeah. But um, but it's so fun because, you know, and not against this at all because it's only because of our experience. But, you know, you'll hear parents say, if I have to hear mom one more time, you know, things yeah. like that. Um, if you come and ask me a question one more time and when you haven't experienced that, you know, when she comes up and asks me to come play with her, it's like the greatest thing in the world. Like I want to go have a little ice cream party, you know, and when I hear mom in the house, it's, it's amazing. So I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful that God has given us that heart of gratitude and thankfulness in our situation. Um, yeah, just being really thankful for the small things. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I know I've mentioned this like in several podcasts, but I have to mention it again. Uh-huh. Have you heard J.J. Heller's song, Big Moments? J.J. Or small. Um, Is it on the radio? Little things happen. Anyways, um, Big Moments. I can't re- I never can remember the title, but you have to. Uh, okay, I'll and what have is to it play called? it for you. It's uh, Big Moments um, in the Small Things or something like that. Big okay. Moments, Small Things, I think is what it's called. Okay, that does sound like a good song. It's a good song. It's I'll go like listen it's, to it. It totally starts out, heartbeats only happen one at a time, Aww. one at a time. And the whole song is about just looking at those little yes. moments and enjoying each of those yes. little moments. That's awesome. And yeah. I it's will definitely song. check that You'll song cry. out. If I you're will. a crier, I'm yeah. a crier. Well, it's with a, hormones from pregnancy, that doesn't take much. <laughs> I, I keep mentioning that song, but every almost every mom I've talked to so far, I mean, that's what they're like. You just, you get so excited about all those little things. Yeah. And you can, that other moms might right. go, oh, 
But right. you're like, yes! Yes. <laughs> so, um, and and so that song just, I mean, she just is a great storyteller, and it, it does. So that's a female it artist? Is. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, I will definitely go look that up. Yes, it's a good one. So I'll have to look up the exact title and actually... Yeah, please do. There's a link me. on the blog, so I will do that, but it is... <laughs> It's, it's great. I mean, it's it's a good reminder. And like we were, I don't know, we were sitting around the table just laughing the other day. And I'm looking at my kids going, wow, they are so cool. Yeah. So it's when those you, and me and all those. You. Yeah, yeah. You're like, this, this is so much fun. This yes. is what I love to do. So what has God taught you in this journey? Oh, um, I've covered some of this, but his timing is so much better than my timing. Um, he will provide, mm-hmm. um, what else? He's so gracious. He will give you the grace that you need to keep him on those days when you feel like you cannot take another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have so many days like that, that I remember and I hate it cause I, I have wrestled with God, like literally had moments where I have wrestled with him, where I have questioned him, mm-hmm. you know, and just angry, you know, why God, why are you, why did you let this happen? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he's, and then even after that, he still, you know, he sees the big picture. We can't, he yeah. sees the beginning and he sees the end mm-hmm. and our vision is so limited. And so even though he sees this, huge end result and he knows why he's doing these things and why he's allowing this to happen um and it's all for our good Mm -hmm. and then we're over there lashing out at him you know like so uh so yeah just just how loving he is and how gracious he is um but i think um i i feel like people have have pushed that you're not supposed to do that to be a good christian you can't you can't say anything bad to right, God. Right. But he's God and right. he's all powerful and he knows mm-hmm. my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have told, especially new moms who yeah. are walking this journey, I'm like, you got to find your place yeah. where you can sit down and you can say, God, I don't like this. I'm not happy with where I am. You are not making me happy. And this is not what I asked for. Yeah. And you have to just, and, and my place is the shower. I told a new mom oh, this. That's and, a good place. Yeah. I told a new mom who just came to Holland. I said, right. look, you've got to, I said, you've got to, you've got to find a place. I said, and my mm-hmm. place is the shower. I mm-hmm. sit down in the shower. And, and I remember so many times, especially when Emmy was in the halo and I said, God, I don't like this. Yeah. I don't want to do this. I asked you, I begged you not to let her hurt. Yeah. And now look at what what's going on. I mean, I just let him have it. And I even screamed a few times just right. to, to scream because oh, yeah. I needed to. Oh, yeah, I've been there. And, and then I would just sit and I, I would be quiet mm-hmm. and I would feel him say, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I know you're mad. Yeah. I know this isn't what you had planned. Right. But this is where we are, and I'm here, and I'm not, this isn't going, I'm not surprised. Right. This is where we're supposed to right. be, and I'm right here. And so I always tell moms, I'm like, you, it's okay. It's yeah. okay to say, I don't like this. Right. Because he knows you don't like and it. And I've learned, I've learned to be way more honest and raw with him. Mm-hmm. Um, Psalm, the, and you're going to ask me this, but the book you of Psalms um, has been like... <laughs> 
I mean, the whole Bible is, but the book of Psalms was like my foundation. And David was, um, I mean, you could see the rawness in his emotions and Mm -hmm. and how much he would cry out to God. Be I mean, he was just real. And so, um, so I have learned that I have learned to be more honest with him. Um, I think the key is not letting the enemy don't let those feelings sit there. Right. You know, let it out. Mm-hmm. Um, even Jesus got angry about things, you yeah. know. <laughs> so, you know, let it out, surrender it to him and give it to him. And then go um, back to we his are word. Human. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And and then, like you said, let him remind you and he will. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it wasn't even immediate for me. Sometimes it would be something I'd hear on TV or something I'd mm-hmm. hear on the radio. And, and it's like, oh, God that's for me. Like you are telling me that, you know, and, yeah. and he will, he'll speak to you and, and just give you that affirmation that you need. Right. Um, yeah. But I do want to read this because okay. I feel like it goes so good with what you just said. And I brought it and it's, I love this devotion. Um, it is called new morning mercies. Mm-hmm. What is his, hold on. I got to tell you the, um, the author is Paul Tripp. Mm-hmm. And this one for my husband was just, this devotion was so good for us. Um, I'm going to read a couple lines off of it and then a paragraph at the end. But it says, don't be discouraged today. You can leave your what ifs and if onlys in the hands of the one who loves you and rules all things. God will confuse you. Um, There will be moments when you simply don't understand what's going on. In fact, you will face moments when what the... When what the God who has declared himself to be good brings into your life won't seem good. It may seem very, very bad. Now, if your faith is based on your ability to fully understand your past, present, and future, then your moments of confusion will become moments of weakening faith. The Bible tells you that real peace is found in resting in the wisdom of the one who holds all of your what-ifs and if-onlys in his loving hands. Real, sturdy, lasting peace, peace that doesn't rise and fall with circumstances, isn't to be found in picking apart your life until you have understood all of the components. You will never understand it all because God, for your good and His glory, keeps some of it shrouded in mystery. So peace is found only in trust, trust of the one who is caref- who is in careful control of all the things that tend to rob you of your peace. He knows, he understands, he is in control of what appears to be chaos, he is never surprised, he is never confused, he never worries or loses a night's sleep, he never walks off the job to take a rest, he never gets so busy with one thing that he neglects another, and he never plays favorites. You need to remind yourself again and again of his wise and loving control, not because that, not because that will immediately make your life makes sense, but because it will give you rest and peace in those moments that all of us face at one time or another when life doesn't seem to make any sense. Mm -hmm. And that was huge for my husband and I because um, I think even when your child's born with something, it doesn't have to be like our story where she wasn't. Mm -hmm. But, oh my gosh, the times in my head where I had played, what if, Mm -hmm. if only, what if I had done this different? What if I had done that Mm -hmm. different? And you, you take on responsibility as the parent. You blame yourself. And that is exactly where the enemy wants you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's what he wants you to live in. Yeah. And so that was a huge encouragement to read that for me and my husband. Yeah. Um, and I had a wise mom tell me at the beginning of our journey, she said that 
she and her daughter had a brain tumor that um, mm. was removed um, when she was older, but she had this genetic disorder. And she said, my husband and I decided when she was diagnosed with this genetic disorder, not NF, but something very similar, actually. She said, we decided that the decisions we made were the decisions we made. Mm-hmm. We couldn't go back. Right. And we weren't going to say, well, what if yeah. we had to, we had to say that was not in our vocabulary. That was not going to be well, our decision. To make. I know. <laughs> I wish I would have done that. <laughs> and yeah, but you know, even yeah. though you do that mm-hmm. and Mark and I have never each of the decisions we've made for Emmy, because there's been times when we wanted to say, what if, right? What if we had no. And, and, I have played that in my head. I think mm-hmm. that's that's Satan mm-hmm. telling me to just keep on and Question, dwell yeah. on things that you can't, you, you don't cannot. have any control over. And then I hear the Holy Spirit say, that is not going to be what we're going to deal with. We're, we're in the now. Yeah. We're going to do what we need to do for my glory. And right. so that's what we move on. We have to move on for, from it. But right. it is, it's easy to question it, but you have to, Yeah. you have to give those what ifs to right. him. Let for him sure. hold them. And I've struggled so. with that and I've struggled with God's sovereignty and where that, where that takes, you know, where that plays. And I've, I've come, I tell my husband a lot of times, there's some things I just won't understand until I get to heaven. And that's okay. Exactly. That's okay. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I, I agree with you completely. And, um, oh, I lost my train of thought again. I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> that happens so much. Like it's your okay. brain just shuts off completely. <laughs> I was I did that and I'm not even pregnant. I'm not I'm pregnant, y'all. But I did oh. I did that in another interview. I'm like, and then that was a really good point. Yes. I just, I just lost it. It might come so, back in a minute. So anyways. God's sovereignty. Yes. God is sovereign. We don't understand. Right. Why. Right. There we go. We'll end it on that. Yeah. What verse or verses have carried you over? Okay. So like I said, the book of Psalms. I would strongly encourage if you were going through a hardship or trial, um, this with Carly and this with our infertility, um, this book, the, I just love it. Especially the verses where David's, you know, he's dealing with the loss of his own yes, child. Yes. And he went so, through so much. Yeah. So much. He's a perfect example. Um, yeah. That's why so. I like it because it shows his rawness of, of what he was going mm-hmm. through. Um but one of the ones is, so this is like with our story is Psalms 27 verses 13 and 14. Um, what would have become of me had I not believed that I would see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living? Wait and hope for and expect the Lord. Be brave and of good courage and let your heart be stout and enduring. Yes, wait for and hope for and expect the Lord. Um, that's one I love. And I love that the whole, I, I told my husband, one day I'm going to go through Psalms and I'm going to find out how many times in there it says, wait for, hope for, and expect the Lord because it's throughout the whole book of Psalms. Yeah. And and like I said, with for infertility, that was so great for us too, mm. because yeah. it's like he kept saying, wait and hope for in me and expect. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I also felt like that with Carly, with, um, with healing and and I say that with healing because with our story, you know, I know our story is a little bit different um, where we've seen such a huge progress and change. And and some parents don't get to experience that. Um, but as believers, what I love is that he has already healed our kids and we may not see it 
sometimes we don't see it this side of heaven, but he mm-hmm. has, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but yeah, that was just a huge one. And then like in 13 where it says, what, what would have happened had I not believed in the Lord's goodness? And there's also some verses about that he, he, he pulled you out of the miry clay and mm-hmm. That's what I feel like is our story because just looking back where we were and where we are now and what he has brought us out of, um, I tell people all the time, like, if if I had to pick words for our story in our life, redemption is always the word that comes to my mind um, because what Satan, I think, intended for evil and what Satan in so, so many areas, not just with Carly, but what he intended for evil, God turned into something so good, mm-hmm. so much better than I could have ever, you know, comprehended it to be. Yeah. Um, and I think I wrote one more. Oh, chapter Psalm 66, verse 20. Blessed be God who has not rejected my prayer nor removed his mercy and loving kindness from always being with me. Um, And that's another reason I love Psalms is because it talks so much about how God hears your cries, Mm -hmm. your prayers, that they come to his temple, they come right to his ears. Mm -hmm. And that was always an encouragement for me because when you're having those days where you don't know if you can take another step forward, um, and there were days where I felt like my prayers were just bouncing off the ceiling, you know, because at that point we weren't seeing change. but reading that over and over again, that he heard my cries, he heard my prayers, that was just a huge encouragement to me. So I would really encourage anybody going through anything hard, just start in Psalms and just, it's just a great book. Exactly. Yes, it is. It It's an encouraging book because it, mm-hmm. it pushes your heart back to looking at the Lord. Yeah. And even if it feels like there's nothing else you can do Mm -hmm. you can at least just read his word even if you can't praise right and um and it does and make notes make notes in your bible (laughs) put dates in your bible because like with our infertility there are so many things that i wrote where i would put dates about you know um the Lord making the barren woman to have children. And, and just that was with our thing, but just right. different things where I put dates and now I can go back and look and look at like, look at it and say, Oh God, look at, look how you came, you know, you, right. your word is so true and it came, you came through. And, um, so I really, I encourage people to do that, to, to make notes and dates and stuff in their, in their right. Bible and go back and put dates now. Yes. For when your little one's born. Yes, I know. So, so exciting. What a blessing. I thank you so much, Laura Ann, for you. coming. Oh, one more question. Okay. What do you do to breathe? What do you do to relax? Um, I thought about this. I feel like I'm so boring because <laughs> I don't have like hobbies. I need to get a hobby that I like. Oh, um, please. But, like but mine is I going just, out with friends or just, yeah, um, just getting away for a little bit. Well, definitely time with my husband is always mm-hmm. very nice. Um, but I, I, I would really say reading, mm-hmm. um, it would definitely was not like that before. I was never a reader growing up, but, uh, but now it's like when my, when I'm weary, that's, it's either go pick up one of my Christian books or pick up my Bible and mm-hmm. I need to feed myself with that encouragement. And we also have the local Christian station on our TV. Mm-hmm. That is one of the things I, I enjoy watching, um, cause it, it plays, uh, David Jeremiah, Joyce Meyer, uh, James McDonald. There's a whole bunch of pastors on there and speakers. Mm-hmm. 
And I've gotten so much encouragement off of watching them. It's like the nights where I need to hear something, God has that person just speak it perfectly. Oh, so, awesome. so yeah, that would probably be my, my time that yeah. I need to breathe and rest. That's what I do. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Thank you about for Carly. inviting me. That's been great. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to check out our blog for resources from today's podcast, bunchofcharacters.com. We look forward to sharing more stories on Welcome to Holland. If you or someone you know would like to share a story, please feel free to contact me at hollandtourist at bunchofcharacters.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast too. May God bless you as you continue to live your story.